Hello, welcome to 633 Discipleship Podcast. Hello, I want to talk to you today about growing in wisdom. Listen to these words from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 to 15. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. For she is more profitable than silver, and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire can compare with her. Growing in wisdom. It's a great thing to think about. It's something that we would desire, I think. There's lots in the Bible about wisdom, and probably no more than there is in Proverbs. We'd all love to be wiser, and we're probably fairly used to that saying that goes something like this, or so-and-so was wise after the event. But actually, being wise after the event isn't wisdom. It's learning. After something's happened and gone wrong or gone right, that's, that's not wisdom. That's just something that we've learned. And learning can lead to wisdom, but it isn't the thing that we long for. So wisdom is actually something that we have to hand when we need it. It's part of our mental aptitude and attitude. It's part of who we are in our hearts. Let me give you a simple example for a minute. Fire. Now, you and I know it's not wise to put your hand into a fire. But you look, look at a little child, a baby, a toddler perhaps, and they're fascinated with fire, especially with a real fire. And of course, you could put your hand into a fire as a child and discover it's dangerous. But again, that's learning. It's not wisdom. Or you could simply do what your parents tell you. Well, that's obedience, not wisdom. You know, when the parent says, no, that's hot. Initially, for the young child, it's just the tone of voice that startles them and makes them think, ooh, I mustn't do that. Because they don't really understand the concept of hot being something that is dangerous. In our world, wisdom is something that we develop as we learn to put various types of learning, knowledge and experience, types of understanding and common sense even, and insight together. We put all these things together so that we can apply that wisdom to a range of situations, not just to a single one. Wisdom will tell you it's not just fire that burns when you put your hand to it. Other things can burn too. The sun, water, electricity, radiation, and more. And as we learn more, as we experience more, so we understand more and gain wisdom. But biblical wisdom is even more than this. It's not a skill, it's not a gift, it's not about cleverness, it's not smart, it's not even gained, nor is it even simply developed or learned. Wisdom, the Bible teaches us, is vested in a person, God himself. In Proverbs 2, verse 6, it says this, For the Lord gives wisdom. The Lord gives wisdom. That's a biblical perspective. It's not even something we learn, something we develop, something we can gain from experience and from teaching. It comes from Him. 
It's a gift he offers us. Biblical wisdom is at a whole different level from ordinary, everyday wisdom. So, it's something we can seek for in him, something we can ask for. But this offer is not the wisdom of this world alone. It's also spiritual wisdom. And we can never find spiritual wisdom apart from God. Spiritual wisdom, you see, enables us to discern spiritual problems, issues, solutions. And certainly that is a gift of God. Learning alone will not suffice. I remember once, many years ago, um, just being in a time before God very quietly, and he said to me, Philip, you cannot depend on your experience. I was somewhat taken aback by that, because I was thinking that, well, all the experiences that I've had, you've given me, Lord, you've led me through those things. But you see, what I realized eventually was that what he was saying was this, not that the experiences are invalid or invaluable, not that they weren't given by him, not that he hadn't brought me through a whole range of different experiences, but those experiences alone and the wisdom gained from them was not sufficient. He alone was sufficient because wisdom comes from him. But spiritual wisdom is not simply received from him as a gift that is separate from him. Listen to this, words of Jesus from Matthew chapter 12 and verse 42. He says this, The Queen of the South will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom, and now something greater than Solomon is here. Jesus is declaring here that something, even someone, greater than Solomon in all his wisdom, who supposedly was the greatest wise man of olden times, something greater, someone greater, has come. I believe Jesus has two things in his mind here, because it's really interesting that he says something and not someone. And so I think the first thing he has in his mind here is the kingdom of God. It is this realm that Jesus brought that now provides access to a wisdom from God. And Paul reminds us about that, as we'll see in a moment. Something that is greater, something that is more profound than anything that has gone before. The kingdom of God has a wisdom greater than this world. That's the first thing, I think, that Jesus had in mind. The second one is this, himself. He's saying that someone greater than Solomon, something greater than Solomon is here, and someone greater than Solomon is here. If the kingdom is greater than Solomon in all his wisdom, then the one who brought that kingdom, Jesus himself, is also greater than Solomon. He is the one with full access to all the wisdom of God. And he's the one who is willing to release that to all his people, to you and to me, as we need it. So to grow in wisdom, then, must mean two things for us. First, it means this, to pursue his kingdom above everything else. 
That means to seek his realm of authority and power, his government in our lives and in the world around us, that part of the world we inhabit that we have influence in, to pursue his kingdom, to seek after that, to desire to see that in our own lives, to desire to see that develop in other other people's lives, to desire to see that kingdom impact the world around us, whether it recognises him or not. Because remember, Jesus impacted his world, even though some people chose to refuse to recognise him. And the second thing, if the first one is to pursue his kingdom, then the second one is to grow up into Christ. Paul writes about that in Ephesians chapter 2. He wants us to grow up in all things into him who is the head. In other words, he wants us to see our lives become increasingly the mature representation of Jesus' life here on the earth that we inhabit. Two things wisdom then will mean for us. To pursue his kingdom above all else and to grow up into Christ. Paul says this to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 24. To those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. We might look at that phrase, Christ, the power of God, as as Christ, the one who has ushered in the kingdom of God in all of its power. Yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. See, wisdom is all about Jesus for us. Wisdom is not so we can answer the world with all its difficult problems and questions. It's not so we can appear clever in the eyes of others. Wisdom is not so that we have better answers than anyone else, although with God's wisdom we would. Nor is it about clearer arguments than other people. No, it's that we might reflect God's kingdom more, that Jesus' glory might be more manifest in and through us. To grow in wisdom will be for us, personally, to draw closer to Jesus, to develop the character traits of Jesus, to speak, to behave, to act, more like him, without any desire for personal aggrandizement or glory. Just as that happened for Jesus, he didn't go after his own glory, he only went after the Father's glory. Surely we all want to represent the Lord Jesus well, and certainly we would all like to be wiser. Don't we long to display God's kingdom well in our world? And if we're answering yes to those sorts of questions, then let's seek this most precious of gifts, godly wisdom. Let me read again Proverbs 3, 13 to 15 from the Passion Translation paraphrase. Those who find true wisdom obtain the tools for understanding the proper way to live, for they will have a fountain of blessing pouring into their lives. To gain the riches of wisdom is far greater than gaining the wealth of the world. As wisdom increases, a great treasure is imparted, greater than many bars of refined gold. It's a more valuable commodity than gold and gemstones, for there is nothing you desire that could compare to her. So let's pray for God's wisdom in our lives, in our discipleship, in our walk with Jesus, and in our leadership as Christian leaders. Father God, thank you that not only is wisdom a gift from you, It is all about you, all about our Saviour, Jesus. All about growing more like him, growing closer to him, reflecting him more closely. So, Father, 
by your Holy Spirit, lead us closer to Jesus. Let us put down and put away the things that would distract us and draw us from him to pursue your kingdom and your righteousness above everything else. Lord, give to each of us, and especially to those of us who are leaders in your church, the ability to apply wisdom for ourselves and in applying it for those who come to us that we might lead them closer to Jesus. Lord, may we never as leaders give others more rules to follow, but may we bring them nearer to Jesus, that they might become more like him, even as we become more like him. Thank you for this wonderful gift of wisdom. May more of your people receive this wonderful, wonderful gift that comes from you and that is part of who you are. Give us godly wisdom for the difficult situations we face. Give us godly wisdom for the questions that we encounter. Give us godly wisdom when people are far away from you, yet looking for something and don't know where to turn. Give us godly wisdom for all the ethical, moral challenges of this world in which we live. And give us grace to speak them out. Give us grace when we express them to others, that you alone might receive all the glory that your kingdom might be manifest and seen in us and through us increasingly in our world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to this 633 Discipleship Podcast. Uh, please check back soon to see other content on the website or on Facebook or on Twitter. God bless.